Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A Holly Jolly Homicide. This week on the Story Song Podcast. And a ho, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. This is our special holiday episode uh-huh. of the Story Song Podcast. I cannot believe that it's back again. Uh, and I mean that literally. Uh, this year <laughs> flew by. Uh, really did. We're both, but we're back. It's the holidays again. And uh, actually, I'm just going to blink real quick. What? It's Valentine's Day? What's happening? <laughs> um, anyway, no, we're back and uh, for, for the holidays, and we're doing another holiday song. And this episode, we're talking about a classic, uh, just a perennial touching, standard. A touching song. That everyone loves. Uh, no controversy around this one. It is... Uh, <laughs> Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Originally by, performed by Bing Crosby by, <laughs> and Rosemary Clooney. Uh, this one is by Elmo and Patsy. Uh, not sadly, not the Muppet. That might have actually might have actually <laughs> been better. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. So Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Uh, Rachel, uh-huh. why don't you tell us the story of this story song? Well, this is a tale as old as time. Uh, it's Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. The family is all gathered together in one home, and right. Grandma is throwing back the eggnogs. She gets wasted, and she stumbles out the door into the freezing cold. And the next morning, her lifeless body is found with hoof marks on her, and it's believed she's been run over by a reindeer. And yeah. the family tries to go on with Christmas as usual. Yeah. And I'm sure, and, uh, hopefully, for, the police are some, called. And for some family members, uh, it seems like things go better than others. That's right. <laughs> we can talk about it. Uh, the, so the grieving process is different f- for everybody. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, I will say, I'll say two things. One, guys, they can't all be white Christmas. You know, this is the dark side <laughs> of of write a Christmas song. You'll be you'll be famous forever. Right. Um, or at least your song will hang around. Um, the second thing I will say is, uh, you know, the first time I heard this when I was eight years old, I thought, well, this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, this comedy sec- genius. 
And second of all, I didn't know they could write songs this good. Uh, right. Just <laughs> right. nailed it on this one. I, I, I can remember yeah. being at my grandparents' house, listening to it over and over again, uh, just thinking it was just the bee's knees. Um, oh, sure. And, uh, oh, sure. I was you like, know, who, who uh, is, is this Gershwin? Is this Harold Arlen? Who, <laughs> who is this? I didn't know. And I, I didn't know what the Grammy Hall of Fame was yet, but I knew that right. it should be in the Grammy Hall of Fame. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I will say this, uh, nothing has changed. I feel exactly <laughs> the same way about this song mm-hmm. as I did then. So, uh, good job, Elmo and Patsy, uh, for your consistency in, uh, welcoming us into the, the holiday season. Yes. Grandma got run over by a reindeer walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa. But as for me and Grandpa, we believe She'd been drinking too much eggnog And we begged her not to go But she forgot her medication And she staggered out the door into the snow Well, first of all, it's just so nice that the family lives so close to each other. Absolutely. Unless yeah. Grandma is wasted and she doesn't, and she lives in Florida and is trying <laughs> to walk trying back to, walk. to Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, families just don't get together anymore like they like they used to. You know, so it's just nice. It's just nice that she can walk from their home to her home, even if she's stumbling drunk. Right. Well, let me well, ask you something. I mean, she can't, yeah. I guess. But what were the reindeer doing on the sidewalk? Thank you. Well, or, I mean, we or, can get into that later, but yes. Was she was she on the rooftops? Was she like jumping from rooftop to rooftop? If so, that's I mean, on her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we have a lot of theories to discuss. There's on, one night out of the year that you are not allowed to jump from here. rooftop to rooftop, and that is Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And you know that. Right. I mean, <laughs> we're going to find out that it's snowing. So, I mean, even without looking out for low-flying reindeer, I mean, you could very easily slip. Yeah. Um, and fall. So I just think jumping from rooftop to rooftop, probably not the best idea. I mean, I also feel, well, I don't know. Maybe this could be a city situation. Cause I guess she is, you know, maybe she lives in like two buildings down and she could just walk home. But I'm just, my point being like, if this is sort of a more suburban or rural area, it's probably too much, too much room to jump from a rooftop to well, the next rooftop. I think as we find out in the next verse, um, mm. She'd had a little bit of eggnog. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think it was very like, I'm just going to go get some air. I need to right. get some air. And she just like bursts out the door and just starts walking. Sure. That was right. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so, okay. You so got the me first this question, last year. I need to get some air. The, the first question I have is, who is talking? Now, when I first heard this song, as I uh-huh. mentioned, I was a child. I assumed that it was a child. Right. Who's telling us this story? Because he says he, he refers to grandpa, right? Which a, a child normally like if you if this was like, you know, I don't know, the grandmother's son, he might say like dad, right? Sure. Or or something else. So I it, like that's the first question is um do do we think this is a a child who is who's talking to us? I mean, I don't think it has to be a child necessarily, but it's definitely the grandson. Okay, you think it's a grandson. Yeah, I don't think it's just like, I don't think it's one of those things that it's like, oh, mother is out. 
you know, but it's not actually his mother, you know? <laughs> right, right, um, right, right. I think it's his, I think it's a grandson. I don't think it has to be a kid. Uh, mm. I think, but part of me, I always, when I, you're right, when, when I listened to it, I always pictured a kid singing this. Right. Even though it does not sound like a child. Elmo no. does not sound like a child, but <laughs> no. it did always sound, seem to me like it was a kid from a kid's point of view. Right. Well, for me, because again, I was a child, and they say uh, when I said grandpa, I was referring to my grandfather. Um, and so when you're a kid, you just assume like, oh yeah, unless otherwise stated, it must be a child. Right. Um. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I well, because my question is, is I don't know if we want to start with this. Maybe we'll, we'll. Maybe we can put a pin in. This. Okay. But my question is, and I feel like the question of the song is. What happened here? Mm-hmm. Which what I'm saying is is because they they don't confirm, right? They they assume that Grandma was run over by a reindeer, right? right? Because mm-hmm. they they're that they we'll find out there are hoof prints on her forehead, yeah, and incriminating there's... claw marks on her back, incriminating but not decisive. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, they, so I'm sorry, Dan. I I will not comment on open investigations. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. The policy. Were, were those, did those hoof marks cause, were they the cause of death or would those perhaps happen after the fact? Let's, let's say that. Um, mm. but, she was poisoned before she was run over by that reindeer. But on top of everything else, if this is a child telling the story, just presuming for the moment, how much of this can be, can be believed? <laughs> uh, is it perhaps that the grandmother just died under totally normal and usual circumstances, and uh, this child is taking a flight of fancy that he is uh, <laughs> perhaps re- relaying to a, a teacher um, or a- another adult uh, at a supermarket? Uh, just, I mean, these are just. I'm just thinking I mean, out loud here. I- I've but. got, I've got some ideas, but I'm gonna wait until later to, uh, okay, to, to talk about them. All right. I. I have a theory, but I mean, if you want to wait till later, <laughs> we could do that. But well, well, maybe we, I think maybe, I know maybe... who who's speaking. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's maybe let's get into the the next verse here, because we start getting some details as to how this went down. When we're told she'd been drinking too much eggnog, and we begged her not to go, but she forgot her medication. And she staggered out the door into the snow. Thoughts? My thought is this. How hard did they really try to stop her? <sighs> I mean, she's an old She's woman. a grandma. How hard could it be? How you hard could it be to, to stop go? her? Lock mm-hmm. the door. Right. Lock the door. Somebody like, out. No, don't go. Yeah, at well, some I mean, point I... somebody was like, no, stop, don't. Please. I mean, I guess she is. I guess at some point she's an adult woman, right? I mean, you, you can't hold her against her will if she if she really wants to go. Yes, you can. Um, That's what family is about on the holidays. <laughs> Everybody on in the holidays is held against their will. That's right. what getting together with your family in the holidays is all about. But that is a door lock known as guilt, Rachel, who, <laughs> who that keeps you locked in in your house with your family. Um, here's what I here's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, and this is where I'm gonna start. Um, this story to me, and this is just me guys. Okay. I'm not, I am a, I am a podcaster 
am I investigating this? Yes, I am. Am I am I a professional? No, I am not. But here's what I'm going to say. This story seems a tad convenient, right? <laughs> and I feel words like we begged her not to go. Okay, I feel words like staggered. Uh, this is this is a bit of um, editorializing, uh, embellishment and such. You see what I'm you see what I'm getting at? Uh, I see. Maybe maybe there's some questions. I'm just asking questions. Is what I'm saying. Anyway, you know what on, I mean? Anyway, on this season of Serial, <laughs> well, Dan well, here's the thing, Grandma. Because we don't, we don't, we only know one side of the story. We only know the people who are in the house. And again, they're like, oh, she was, she had too much eggnog. She staggered out into the snow, right? Really setting up, like leading you to a conclusion that they want you to come to, right? right? <laughs> Is that what happened, or? Did maybe somebody buy some frozen reindeer hooves at the store? Uh, and then what after the fact, what stores do you shop at? Yeah, right. I mean, I'm sure you can get them. I'm sure that's. I'm sure it's possible. Also, why do they have to be frozen? Hooves are hard, Dan. Why well, would okay. they have to be frozen? Well, maybe they don't even need. Maybe it could be from an actual reindeer that you know. They're. I don't maybe know. Maybe it's a rubber stamp. Like, let's say you had a reindeer and you were to lead it over to a dead body and uh, got the reindeer to hit this dead body in the head a little bit to try to, like, you know, desperately, you're, like, panicking, trying to think of a way to get out of this. Like, what's a plausible story that the cops will believe before they get here? I'm just saying, could this could this be something that happened? I feel like you put a lot of happened? thought into that. Um <laughs> I, Michael, so, I'm I mean, just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. Yes, I, Michael. I think, so I don't know if there's just one narrator here, if there's multiple narrators. I mm. think certainly the first chorus, because it starts with a chorus, mm. um, our narrator is clearly Jerry Orbach. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he is relaying this information to the DA. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, that he got from some guy who was stacking boxes <laughs> in an alley. Well, that person stacking boxes, obviously, Michael, is an elf who yeah. is loading Santa's sleigh. Of yeah. course. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that lady. She, uh, she seemed like she had a lot of eggnog. <laughs> Look, uh, sorry, sorry, uh, Sergeant, uh, or sorry, Detective, but uh, we're real busy this time of year, so I got to get these boxes uh, on the sleigh. <laughs> Yeah. So unless you have any other questions, I'm gonna. Uh, I gotta get back to work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by I would the way. say she was staggering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I had to describe it, sure. Now I am almost done with the five lines that I am contractually allowed to say. <laughs> so I will say good day to you, sir. And uh, then, then he says, "A woman is dead." <laughs> <laughs> the 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 big. There's two things to me. She's been drinking too much eggnog. Okay, good. She's yeah. wasted. Yeah. <laughs> but she's, It's the holidays. Let her have her eggnog. Don't judge right. grandma. She's had a tough year. Also, um, if you're going to get wasted on something, don't do it on eggnog. Eggnog well, can be delicious. Eggnog can be normally, delicious. Normally, Michael- People poo-poo eggnog. Eggnog can be delicious. Here's the thing, Michael. Up until Ugh. about five years ago, I would have agreed with you. But I have been introduced to the world of good eggnog. And is it something I want to drink at the beach in August? No. Uh, <laughs> but when it, is, when it is cold outside and Bing Crosby is on the Victrola, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna indulge in a little oh, bit of the damn. eggnog. You're gonna feel a little warm. Uh, Slap is it gonna a little feel like bourbon you d- in there? Oh, sure, sure, sure. You're gonna feel a little warm. Are you also gonna yep. feel like you just ate eight pancakes in a row? Yes, you are. <laughs> um, but but it's I mean, that's good not stuff. a bad thing. But it's if the you're holidays. sitting on the if you're sitting on the couch and you got nothing better to do, you have anywhere to be. It's it could be a good time. Trust me. Okay. Um, this but anyway, this was if what you want to gonna- stagger out the door into the snow. I do, yeah. This is what I was going to say, though. She's drinking too mm-hmm. much eggnog, and she forgot her medication. Maybe she mm-hmm. didn't forget her medication. Maybe she knew she was going to drink eggnog, and she shouldn't take her medication while drinking. Maybe she's well, the this, smartest why, one in the song. There you go. But why is she leaving, though, then? Oh, so like, you think that... So this is my next question. Do you think she's going... She She's like eight eggnogs in, and she's like, oh, my God, I forgot <laughs> oh my, my pills. I got to right. go home to get my pills. Yeah. And they're like, Grandma, it's a lactate. That ship has sailed. Um, <laughs> or is it that? Or is it that she forgot her medication, so she was out of sorts and staggered oh. out into the sn- That's what I re- always read it as. I what if her I medication didn't... is actually the bourbon that she wanted to put in the eggnog? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, She's like, like, wait a minute. I've been I just drinking need my non-alcoholic eggnog <laughs> yeah. this whole time. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just need my medicine. I'm going to go home. This whole Christmas is a sham. Um, She she was like, you know, my medicine, wink. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to say wink, Grandma. Um, You can just wink. You got Um, it. Blink, blink, blink. blink. Stop saying blink, Grandma. I mean, Rachel, Half a blink, half blink, half a blink, one eye. All right, just... (laughs) Just say wink. It's fine. <laughs> um, no, I was I was referring to my friend Wink Martindale. You might. <laughs> we went to college together. He's very um, good on the television. Yeah, he got a job in entertainment. I have not seen him, but from what I understand, I don't know who He's, is this woman. He um, sold me my bet. <laughs> no, Grandma, that's someone else. <laughs> that is Art Linkletter, not Wink Martindale. <laughs> no, uh, uh, no. He now works at a Sleepy's. He sold me my bed. No, Grandma, again, you're confusing uh, famed t- television game show host Wink Martindale with the guy at the Sleepy's who, I'm sorry, she does also, this all the time. You're she confusing hasn't had Sleepy's her with Mattress Firm. It's right. two different stores now. Tell everything. Uh, she has had her medication, and by medication, I mean bourbon wink. Um <laughs> So no, so that's what I was gonna say, Rachel. Is that if, she, if she's been drinking, now is she drinking? Is she mixing the booze with the pills? Probably not a good idea. But here's what I will say: Is it also possible that if this were, I don't know, there was maybe a man named Columbo in the room, right? right. He and might there start shooting. He might start shooting some holes and saying, "Uh, just uh, just one more thing. Uh, was she gonna be mixing?" alcohol with that medication See? if she was leaving to get medication why would she be drinking uh to which robert culp's like oh well i will actually uh uh, uh <laughs> detective I, I'm, I'm not i'm not sure about that answer but i will get back to you and then you're at home on your couch like nailed them colombo you got them get, <laughs> get that liar get that so- family <laughs> We found uh, we found evidence of arsenic poisoning. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was the medicine she went to get. <laughs> when we found her Christmas morning at the scene of the attack, she had hoof prints on her forehead and incriminating claws marks on her back. 
Grandma got run over. Until, literally until this exact moment <laughs> reading the lyrics. Did not realize that it was actually Claus as in Santa Claus marks. Yeah. And not Claus as in, I, I mean, I. What would you, you know, have I, thought killed her? Some sort of weird mix of a bear and a reindeer that I have both. Ooh, you don't have, I would like, love look, to see first that. Of all, like okay, she met Satan in the middle of, first of the all, way home? As I said, I was eight years old the first time I heard this song. <laughs> I, didn't get, I didn't give a lot of thought. Like, okay. Jeez. A. B. Okay. So what? All right. So when they say claws marks, do they mean like, like sleigh lines on her back? Is that what you're talking about? They're talking about claws like in an animal claws? I'm. I'm guessing. It's, no, no, no. The yeah, it's the joke is claws marks on her back. This, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, this story. It's wordplay. This story, this story already feels like it's falling apart. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Even the, worse than it was. The first thing that falls apart is she was clearly she clearly lives within walking distance to uh to their home, and they mm-hmm. wait until Christmas morning to go look for her. This is my question. Have, have, were they searching for her yeah, all night? Were they searching all night? Grandpa, what, hung out with them the whole night? He didn't we go don't, home? We don't hear about a search. No. We don't hear about them looking for uh, them looking for the grandmother, right? We were just told, oh, the next day they discovered. Now, maybe they were searching. I don't know, but this feels like a truck-sized hole in their story <laughs> here. That they waited until the next morning to find Grandma uh, out in the snow. Yeah. Right, I'm just saying it sounds fishy. Oh yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm not. Am I? Am I suggesting that they murdered an old woman for the inheritance? <laughs> no, uh, I'm just saying it sounds fishy. Yeah. That's uh, all. one more thing. When did you uh, decide to go out and look for her? <laughs> uh oh oh uh oh, I mean we you know uh we uh we we waited uh we thought you would call. Uh, and then when we realized, <laughs> we, we just assumed she got home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just we, assumed. Yeah, yeah. We assumed. she well, seemed so tired. Where she was wanted grandpa? To go to bed. Uh, grandpa, um, grandpa stayed here the whole night. <laughs> and what uh, I was this was some is, sort uh, of party, or <laughs> what I was gonna say. Uh, uh, actually, uh, just uh, one more thing. You uh, claim there were claws marks on her back. <laughs> yeah, that we all know that reindeers do not have claws. Oh, did I say claws? Uh, I meant claws. Uh, yes, they were claws marks. You'll have from, to forgive uh, me, from... Mr. Columbo. I'm a big fan of wordplay. <laughs> from Santa Claus. Okay. Oh, they were... oh, you meant Santa Claus marks. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, thank you, very... thank you very much for your time, <laughs> Alan Alda. Maybe it's like, maybe, <laughs> maybe claws marks are like boot marks, like Santa's boots. Uh, claws okay. Marks. Like, okay. you know, well, that, I mean, like Donner runs her over. They go, boom, 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 boom. Santa gets out. He's like, right. what is that? And he accidentally steps on her. <laughs> he's like, oh, no. Oh, geez. All right. Look, nobody touched it without gloves on, right? All right. We're in the clear. This could have been any reindeer. Also, Let's just get out of here. Could I, this going to be any reindeer. This place is lousy with reindeer. We all know <laughs> it. Let's go. They got nothing on you, Donner. Um, yeah. No. But here's the other thing is. The hoof prints are on her forehead. The claws mm. marks are on her back, which means that at some point she was turned over. <sighs> right. And then Santa stepped on her or whatever. Uh, this is just, this is, this is, this is so suspicious. Well, so suspicious. One, it is suspicious. The only way this is even physically possible mm-hmm. is if, imagine she's, she's walking along, right? And the, basically the sleigh is landing on her. Mm. And so as the sleigh is landing on her, 
the the hooves of the reindeer like whip back and smack her in the forehead. So she gets hit back and goes back and to the left. Right. Back and then and to the she left. Gets, she gets hit by the hooves as right. above her. She's knocked unconscious, falls forward, and then the sleigh lands on her. Right. And those those claws marks are the 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 I, I, I don't even know what's the metal part of the sleigh called. I guess the the, the, the railing or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, that slides across her back, causing uh-huh. the claws marks. That's the only thing I can imagine. Because you're right. How? Why would it be on her forehead in front and then other marks on her back? Unless, of course, this was, I don't know, a sloppy job uh, done <laughs> uh, <laughs> in a blind panic uh, after a fight on Christmas Eve uh, and in a I crime of passion, someone murdered their grandmother. I'm just saying it's a I possibility. Think, I think, first I'm just of all, asking don't questions. Say, first of all, don't say crime of passion and grandmother in the same sentence. Well, second I didn't of mean all, like that. <laughs> I just mean like, second of all, that, you know. Everybody knows there was a second reindeer in the snowy, grassy knoll. <laughs> Everybody knows it. So, sorry. But right. I, this is my favorite episode of the first 48, by the way. Um, the, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot. We have to accept a lot of things for this to be a straight, uh, a, a straight case of Santa killing a grandma right. or accidental death by reindeer. Um, exactly. So... Nobody saw her. Like the scene of the attack had to be on the sidewalk, or like you said, was she just going from chimney to chimney, pretending she's Santa, (laughs) as she accidentally? Hey, look, everybody! I'm Santa. Hey, Merry Christmas! I'm coming down your chimney, (laughs) and then Santa comes along, and Donna says, "This is our turf, lady." I get. I mean, again, I guess. Yeah, I guess she could have been on the roof. It just seems unlikely. And I it's don't want to say, cause, you know, I mean, but a grandmother, you know, she could be in her early fifties. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's still she's uh, still able to no, not not to climb a roof. I don't know. Not considering like in her the snow. Not considering her wig. She sa- she well, seems real point. elderly. Yeah, she's an elderly woman. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, I guess the question is, because, like, because in like, what's what's the um. The, the night before Christmas, right? Doesn't Santa land on the, doesn't Santa land in the lawn? Is that, is it, or does he land on the roof in that one? No, there's a parking guess, garage uh, about three blocks down. Because <laughs> no, there are, there the are roof, there depictions. Such a clatter. I guess that's true. No, well, out on what the I was lawn. Say was, oh, I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah. What I was going to say was, there are depiction of Santa Claus landing like in the front lawn. And then there are depictions of him landing on the roof. So I guess the question is, are we to assume that Santa was landing on the ground? And one year he just blocked the driveway and it was like, And continue I mean, his work. <laughs> people are trying to get out. Right. And, you, he, and he blocked the driveway. Can you move driveway. your reindeer, please? He blocked the driveway um, in the city and the, right. the tenants were like, hey, hey, buddy, who do you think you are? Get out of here. That's mm-hmm. my driveway. People are very, uh, very uh, protective of their driveways in the city. But I think that if he's going to land on the lawn, it's a special occasion. His day-to-day, especially for mm, Christmas, mm. he's going on roofs. Because he has to go like, right to the chimney. What is he going to do? Land on the lawn and then climb up to the chimney? No, he's got flying reindeer. Yeah. You don't have flying right. reindeer and then land on a lawn. If you have flying he, reindeer, you land on top of a building if you're going down right. a chimney. 
He's only going to land on the lawn if it's a Coke commercial. Otherwise, right. he's he's climbing. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's just landing on the roof. It's, he's not going to take the time. That's right. To, if it's for framing to purposes, look resplendent. Yes. Yeah, yeah. To look resplendent in a in a snowy meadow. That's right. Yeah, no, outside of a of a beautiful giant country house. Yes. No, he's got work to do. This is he's working. He doesn't right, right. he doesn't have time for that. No time. Well, uh just uh, just one more question. Uh you are implying that grandma was ran over by a reindeer, uh, but however, we all know that Santa Claus reindeer fly. So the question is, how they managed to come into contact uh, with your grandmother? Right. Uh, I'm just. I was just a question that occurred to me uh, in she, this exact moment. Uh, uh, Gavin McLeod. Uh, she loves. She, she <laughs> loves using a grappling hook to get home. Oh, so, you're implying your grandmother yeah. was on the roof? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah, that would make yeah. sense. Oh, that makes sense. Because Santa Claus yeah. then could have collided with your grandmother if she was standing on the snowy roof sure. at the time. That does make sense. All right, well, thank you very much. Now we're all so proud of Grandpa. He's been taking this so well. See him in there watching football, drinking beer and playing cards with Cousin Mal. It's not Christmas without Grandma All the family's dressed in black And we just can't help but wonder Should we open up her gifts or send them back? Send them back! Grandma got run over it's, It sounds really suspicious. This feels like they're talking, like the grandson and the grandfather are talking to the cops saying, listen, you, you could say there's no such thing as Santa. We're sticking right. to our story that there's Santa, that exactly. Santa did this. As for <laughs> me and grandpa, we believe and we're sticking by say, it. And I want my lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. They're really pushing the like, look, you could say there's no such thing as Santa, uh, but we, be- we believe in it. Right. Because right. again, once again, Columbo could be like, "Ah, uh, just uh, one more question. Uh, you are you statement said that uh, your grandmother was killed by Santa Claus's reindeer, but uh, point in fact, uh, Santa Claus is a fictional character uh, <laughs> and does not exist. So, oh well, you could say that. You could say detective. that, detective. Yeah, but uh, as for me and Grandpa, uh, we we believe oh, we, we believe, believe that is that's what happened. Do you uh, not believe, Mister Columbo? <laughs> Look, I don't. I don't. I've I've seen. I've not seen evidence either way. So uh, here's what I, here's what I'm gonna say. Get around the world uh, in 12 hours seems impossible. But his counterpoint: where the presents come from? I don't know. They just <laughs> appear every year. So I don't know. Where, uh, I can't. I can't argue with that. Um, now we're all so proud of Grandpa. He's been taking this so well. See him in there watching football, drinking beer and playing cards with cousin Mel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thoughts. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> don't be totally suspicious. Normal, don't be suspicious. Totally normal. Yeah, this, this is, is a totally normal reaction. This uh, this is a there's a lot of everybody in their own way. I will give everyone him that. In their own way. But yeah, yeah. Come on. Also, this seems a little can right. can we just jump to the fact that they're trying to push on with Christmas as usual. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing stopped for this family. They're yeah. just in it. They're like, we're all getting together for Christmas still. It's what she would want. I, I, right. Are you sure? Really? Because she left. <laughs> yeah. She walked out the door. Now, I, I mean, this does put it, because I guess, I guess Christmas Day must fall on a Sunday, right? I don't, I'm not sure if they actually play football. Oh, well, I yeah, guess they it's do, college right? football. 
No, there's college football. There's college football. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I take it back. It could be college football. Um, I mean, Dan, you're the only one of us that would know this. So <laughs> we're really relying on you. Okay. Um, yeah. it, 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 Ask Coleman, us when the this, Tony this Awards are, Dan. This all <laughs> See him in there watching the Tony Awards uh, on Christmas Day. <laughs> I, I recorded it from four months earlier. I just wanted to watch it again. Uh, Six um, months. It's in June. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. Um, so he's in there watching football, uh, drinking beer and playing cards with Cousin Mel. Now, I do want to say, I always assumed Cousin Mel, well, I'll say this. Yeah, yeah, the music ahead. video, the music video, I don't know if you guys have seen the music video. Uh, the music video implies that Cousin Mel is an attractive woman. Yes. I always assumed Cousin Mel was just some, some dude right. that, he, that Grandpa liked playing cards with. But this adds another layer <laughs> that, <laughs> that even the song, I mean, even the music video seems to be implying uh, yeah. that there's, there, <laughs> there's, that there's uh, yeah, some, some weird stuff going on here. But having said that- I always assumed that, it was Mel from Alice. Right. Um- I, I mean, again, I think we all did, Michael. I think, yeah, yeah. definitely. Vic Tape. Uh, <laughs> he's like, look, uh, Grandpa, this is fun playing cards, but I got to get back to the bed. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust Flo to open up, so I got to uh, make sure. Vera, sit things in are for going me. Well. <laughs> um, so then we're told it's not Christmas without Grandma. All the family's dressed in black. And we just can't help but wonder. Should we open up her gifts or send them back? Um, to which a uh, crowd that comes from nowhere screams, send them back. Um, when they say, a lot of people who wanted store credit. When they yeah. say her gifts, do they mean the gifts they are giving to grandma or the gifts that they are getting from grandma? The gifts they got her. Oh, I always thought this always confused me because I always thought it was, should we open up her gifts that she gave us? Or send them back. And when they scream, send them back, I thought, oh, that's actually very kind. <laughs> no, no, no. I couldn't possibly take what she had given me because she is not here. Right. But if it's that they just want store credit for they the just want store credit blouse that for they the got her. They, well, because, I mean, I-, I This family's I mean, callous. This is the family from Knives Out. <laughs> this is crazy. What? It, well, you know what? The the I mean, in that movie- the the mother is has passed on presumably because there's no there's no grandmother right. in that so is this is this a prequel to Knives Out <laughs> uh, that that they murdered the mother first yeah. and uh, and then uh, blamed it on Santa Claus yeah, I think so and and uh, sadly what's his name uh, James Bond was not there to figure them out so they <laughs> they got away they got away with that one so Daniel they got Colombo instead. Yeah, Daniel Craig. That's thank right. you. That's right. Daniel Craig. Yeah. I can't believe I can't. I mean, my God, he has my name. How could I forget <laughs> it? Oh, I am the worst. Um, you are the worst, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> told you not to call me that. So, um, so it's not Chris. So the, all the family's dressed in black. So are we to assume maybe that this is? I mean, could they have already went home and changed their clothes to black? Like that seems odd. Is this like a few days later? No. Maybe like Or did they you, show up Christmas Eve wearing that just expecting to be mourning? Right. Well, cuz that's suspicious. If they are all yeah. already dressed in black before the body is discovered on Christmas Day. Yeah. Cuz otherwise they would have had a change. No, if, well, if this is still Christmas Day. Well, my assumption is that they found her Christmas morning. Uh mm. they all sit down with the police 
And after they're done right. with the police, they all think, well, I have a goose in the oven right now. Everybody right. just go back and wear black and we'll just we'll just power on. Yeah. So yeah. they go back and then they get together at like four o'clock in the afternoon. That's what I think. But all dressed in black. Right. Okay. Yeah. Or are they are they going to the cure concert later? And they just <laughs> they right, want right. they were just getting ready. Yeah. Like when you have Christmas at three, but the cure concert is at seven. You have Yeah, they were already they black. were already they were already going to dress in black. The, when they say it's right. not Christmas without grandma, all the family's dressed in black. The next line was originally, and grandma would have been too, because she loves the right. cure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know. She, had, she was putting on extra thick eyeliner uh, yeah. when she was hit by a reindeer. Yeah, spiking up her hair. <laughs> for the concert. Um, so, uh, right. So, and then they're going to, and they're just going to send the gifts back. Someone is asking whether or not they should send them back. The whole family seems to be in agreement that they should send them back for store credit. Because I don't think they would. I don't know if they could send back the gifts that she was giving, right? Because she would have to do that. Well, right? I, that would I mean, be, I guess you could return a gift. Yeah, I guess you return it. That someone is. You'd have to have the the gift receipt. Yeah. Maybe she. Maybe she very uh, thoughtfully. What a hassle. Put the gift receipt in in with all the gifts. That yeah. would be a. That's a very nice thing to do. Most people don't do that. No, but, they all go back um, and they say, I'm supposed to have until January 31st to return this. <laughs> JC Pennies. Look, we can't get it. We can't get a family grief uh, <laughs> discount. Yeah. Or like a, an extension on this. Come on. Uh, <laughs> come on. Uh, no, I don't have the receipt. My grandmother was killed by a mythical creature. All right. Can you just take <laughs> back this toaster, please? Um, we need to extend the return window. I mean, is. <laughs> Reindeer murder is that is that covered? <laughs> oh, it's very covered. Oh, this comes up a lot. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Now the goose is on the table, and the pudding made of fig, ah, and the blue and silver candles that would just have matched the hair in Grandma's wig. I've warned all my friends and neighbors. Better watch out for yourselves. They should never give a license to a man who drives a sleigh and plays with elves. Grandma got run over. So yeah, so they're gonna go. They're gonna go ahead with dinner. Um, because again, I guess once you've defrosted that goose, it's right? a sin. To, it's a sin. To it's gonna waste go it. to waste. It's uh. gonna go to waste. Um, serious question. Who outside of the Cratchit family is eating goose at at Christmas? This is not a thing that's still happening. Zero people right? outside of the 1800s. <laughs> Who wants eating goose? What a crazy. And I, let's see. And I, I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess no. turkey is now two syllables. Now the turkey's on the table. There you go. We already solved it. You fixed Thank it. you, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Now so, the ham is on the table. <laughs> now the roast but, beef's on the table. Yeah, but why Rachel, is it Christmas goose? I think they're trying to like make it very Dickensian. Yeah, so that's I agree. It. Now I guess it is like, on the table. <laughs> I guess it is. You know, I guess it is like Christmas song traditional. Like Christmas yeah. is coming, the goose is getting fat, et cetera, et cetera. But yes, it seems odd. I mean, again, unless this song takes place in like 1872, has anybody had uh, goose? Have you ever had? Have either of you had goose? Uh, I have not. Uh, again, you know why? Because uh, I've also never had rickets. So no, <laughs> I live in the modern era. I mean, I've had. 
had. <laughs> I don't. I have not had goose. I can't even imagine what it tastes like. Does it taste like duck know. or like chicken? Because those well, are two very also different tastes. Now I'm wondering, like Dickensian in England, right? Are those different geese? Because because if we're talking about Canadian geese, those things are are terrifying monsters. Um, Canada but geese. maybe maybe they're talking about different kind of geese. Uh, you know what I mean? Maybe they're like a like there's like a fat or lazier goose out there. Yeah. Well, I mean it's England. That's easier to so... catch. Yeah, I guess that's true. No, I. But a long story short, I I can't imagine. I mean, I yeah, I, 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 I assume it's probably along the lines of like a turkey or a chicken. Here's what I think. Right? I, it's a fowl. Yeah, I think they planned all of this out and tried to make it as quaint to make tried to make themselves seem as quaint as possible <laughs> for the police. Well, we I agree, but 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 here's the thing. I feel like they overshot it because I think oh, yeah. Club was uh, going to be like, uh one more question. You eating goose and it's uh the 1900s. This seems uh, <laughs> unlikely. I'm going to say that. I feel like like Columbo would walk in and they're all like sort of frozen in place like that Norman Rockwell painting. <laughs> and it's like if you're not moving and actually right. having dinner, like it it looks like you're you're trying to do something here. Right. We're, ha- we're having a great Christmas, Detective Columbo. No, look look um, how look how traditional. No murders <laughs> here. Where's- we certainly are not the kind of family that would murder. Are you saying the family of Norman Rockwell would murder someone, Mr. Columbo? That is offensive That's terrible. to me. That's, are you saying Norman Rockwell killed our grandmother? Is that what you're saying? Because <laughs> if you're saying that, I'll go along with that's that. Fine, if that's fine, that's the conclusion you're coming to, yes, Norman Rockwell killed our grandmother. That's, I would fully agree. We agree to that. Has anybody asked this? Norman Rockwell where he was last night? Right. <laughs> exactly. What was that? Uh, in a cemetery for the last 50 years? All right. Fair enough. Um, so the goose is on the table. And the pudding made a fig. I mean, maybe it's uh, on, maybe it's their pet goose uh, who like get off the table, uh, get off oh, okay. the table. <laughs> right, right, right. So you're thinking they're like ridiculous, stereotypical hillbillies that just have wild animals running around their house. I just, I mean, maybe they have a pet goose. Maybe I mean, pet like goose. they get pet goose. I mean, sometimes, sometimes like a, a a cattle jump on the sofa, and you don't want that. So get off the. And maybe a goose jumps on the table. That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, maybe yeah. he's like, after all this, now the goose is on the table. Now the goose is on the table. I mean, uh. if the, could anything else go wrong today? <laughs> Can one thing go right this Christmas? <laughs> uh, the goose is on the table, and the pudding made a fig. Ah. The ah is... <laughs> Comedy perfection? <laughs> he's just, again, overselling. He's overselling. I agree. Like, too much. He's really trying hard. And the blue and silver what, candles. What's for dinner? Uh, goose and pudding? Yeah. That's it. Well, I don't, because I, again, because then, what, is it the same song that is Figgy Pudding? Yeah. There, there's, a, there's a song with Figgy Pudding. So again, uh, we I wish don't, you a Merry Christmas. Yeah. But here's the thing, with, with the Brits, a pudding could literally mean anything. I mean, they say Figgy Pudding. That could be another goose, uh, for, all, <laughs> for all you know. They, those people call anything a pudding. Pudding is very a very all-encompassing term. Yeah, I British. Think. I think British Baking Show is just 10 weeks of people making what they call puddings, but it's all different stuff. Various puddings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, for all of our listeners in England, we're talking about the, the Great British Bake Off. Thank you, Michael. I, I know that you, were conf- you guys were confused by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, and the blue and silver candles that would have just matched the hair in grandma's wig. So this is why I'm saying so, it's not a 50-year-old grandma. I agree. Well, the other thing that's funny is that, but she has, she has like old lady hair, but in a wig. 
Like, it's not her actual hair. You know what I mean? So she is choosing to look like an elderly woman with, with silver hair. Um, I think she has a, I think she has a wig that has blue and silver candles in it. Oh, oh. that looks pretty. That it's like beautiful. a costume. She's like, so they literally very, mean the candles would have matched her wig. Very Norwegian. Yes. Her, very her Norwegian. Can, her, her wig is made out of wax and isn't, she likes to make an entrance and That's right. she has like sparklers <laughs> in it. It's uh, the scene from, um, which one is it? I think it's the Great Muppet Caper, where Miss yeah. Piggy has <laughs> oh, the sparklers. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Behind her, it's that. Yeah, that's a great. That's grandma, great. every year, Grandma rises out of a pool. Yep. With sparklers <laughs> in her hair, it's a family tradition. Charles yeah. Grodin sings to her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, if she does the sparkler thing one more time, I'm gonna kill her. I <laughs> swear, I swear, I've got I'm one hoof that. in the I freezer. Would, and I will. <laughs> and I will. Yeah, it was like, uh, just, just have one more question. Uh, we did uh, a forensic analyst of your grandmother, and it appears that the uh, hooves in your forehead, uh, the two left hooves, which uh, <laughs> se- seems uh, seems strange to us uh, down at uh, at headquarters. I don't know. Uh, 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 you, you, you mind if I look in this drawer? What's this uh, rubber stamp with a hoof print on it? Oh, it's uh, I've 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 I I, uh, I got that in the war. Uh, I've had that for a long time, uh, <laughs> detective. Uh, anyways, but uh, I'm sure you got to get back to your family. So uh, thank you, thanks for coming by. It's, uh, it's such a festive time. It's uh, sad for us, but uh, I'm sure you got to get home so to your family. Here is I I had a question about what if? Yeah. Here's what I think. Did this family murder grandma? Probably, but yeah, they also <laughs> took this time to make sure that the children would still believe in Santa. They said, listen, oh, I yeah. know we're going to do this, but can we just pretend like Santa murdered her? Because right. then what would what more proves that Santa is real <laughs> right. than that he has committed homicide? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's it. I mean, it makes sense to me. Yeah, makes uh, sense. Anyway, grab those me- hooves off the wall. <laughs> what if they were just like, all I want for Christmas is for her to get run over by a reindeer, and mm. then it happens, and they're like, <laughs> oh. I really do believe. <laughs> right. He well, is what real. About this? He is. He is. <laughs> what about this? A, yes, Virginia. A, a, <laughs> yes. Beautiful, a beautiful, heartwarming scene where the, the little grandson is talking to the grandmother and the grandma she's like he's like grandma did you ever did you ever meet santa claus and she's like you know what billy i've never seen santa claus uh i used to when i was a kid i waited for him uh, at christmas i could never stay awake i never saw him and he said grandma i wish that this christmas you do see santa claus and she says <laughs> oh thank you billy by the way where'd you get that monkey paw why are you holding that? Why is its one finger going down? <laughs> so, yeah. So maybe it was a monkey paw wish yeah. that she could meet Santa Claus, and she met him. She She's did. like, oh, look, there he is. Kaboom. Wishes That's all the reindeer running over her as they land right on top of her. Okay. The monkey paw bit took a while to get out, but I think it was worth it. I think we totally with that. I've warned all my friends and neighbors Better watch out for yourselves They should never give a license To a man who drives a sleigh and plays with elves
this is this is the one part of this song that mm-hmm. always caught me, even as a kid, because I was just like, "But why though? Right. Why, why is why should they never give a license to a man who drives a sleigh and plays with elves? First of all, that he's Santa Claus. He drives right. a sleigh. Like yeah, presumably, presumably it would be a, a sleigh license. They gave him a sleigh license. That's right. So I, I mean, if they're gonna give him a license, a sleigh license, obviously he drives a sleigh. And then the and the plays with elves part. I feel like they're hinting at something that I don't, a dark road I don't want to go down. No. But I, I do want to say that, but again, why would that why does preclude it him from getting a license? It, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I don't understand. I mean, the Also, ma- those elves are his employees. Right. Right. Yeah. He's, not, he's not playing with the elves. He's not playing with he's them. He's giving yeah. them uh, a job and, and exactly. purpose. He's He supports them. They have a great right. benefits package. They don't get Christmas off, but you know, aside from <laughs> well, that, well, it's aside from that, it's a they free, get like three hundred and sixty three days off a year. That's right. Yeah, that's right. First of all, the elves are fine. Second of all, Rachel, actually, you know I, what? They I, probably I, do get Christmas off. Everything's done by Christmas. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they just have to work, work Christmas Eve, probably. And Rachel, I agree. Santa Claus is a job creator. Okay, that's right. So no, does he pay taxes? No, but he doesn't need to. Because he's helping out the economy in other ways. Well, you know what? Yeah, that's right. You know what the toughest thing is, though? <laughs> the problem is not his license for a sleigh. The problem is he has a restricted license. He's not supposed to drive at night. And so he was driving his sleigh <laughs> oh, at night. And it's always the one time the he drives. It's, it's the one time he drives that sleigh. <laughs> the, they're, they're like, listen, you can it's drive your sleigh. But you, but after you know seven o'clock, you can't drive. You just don't have the vision anymore. He says, "But that's my prime time." <laughs> Do you but have a, a license? <laughs> you have a, a license to drive a commercial sleigh. <laughs> it's a I'm special Santa license. Claus. Well, uh, yeah, I don't. You, you're not gonna be able to to drive the sleigh. But the children won't get the presents. Look, I, it's not my problem, man. I don't know what to Talk say. Talk to Bezos. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So again, it just it. This seems like a lot of innuendo, a lot of slander against Santa Claus. Yeah, they're also yeah. That. They're pu- they're really putting they're that really, on him. They're really slandering Santa Claus. Uh. Again, feels like protesting too much here. I feel like you're really trying to imply something that it's just not adding up. You know what I mean? No. I feel like this. The, there's a lot of holes in this story. Columbo would be like one more thing, and then one more uh, thing, and then one other right. thing. There's just too <laughs> Actually, many things. I'm gonna be honest with you. I got like nine more things. It's not <laughs> one more thing this time. The guy who's stacking boxes is like, yeah, yeah, I seen that guy. He was driving his sleigh pretty fast. <laughs> I don't know why they gave a license to that guy. Uh, hold on, I gotta put this. Turn around, put this box here. All right, what were you saying? Anyway, um, we gotta finish stacking these boxes. A woman is dead. <laughs> and we think it's murder look i was in here three weeks ago and you were stacking the exact same amount of boxes it seems like all you do is put the boxes in a, uh, a pile and then pick the boxes back down and then keep doing that over and over again i feel I like this is the same box of... are you just like putting this one box onto a, a stack of boxes and then taking it off and then putting it back mm-hmm. on are you a yeah. robot yeah <laughs> yeah i saw People. that guy he was a robot <laughs> what? oh yeah don't forget to mention that i'm a fast talking robot um <laughs> Uh, one more thing, fast talking robot. <laughs> um, so that's it. Because then we're told twice more their their uh, rather flimsy story about Grandma getting grabbed by a yeah. reindeer walking home from our house Christmas Eve. 
You can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me and Grandpa, we believe. And then they say, sing it, Grandpa. Yeah. You, Grandpa, you tell him. So he's having, it he's having a great time. No, yeah. no, well, no. Probably... I thought it was like, sing it, Grandpa. Like, you buy into this too, old man. <laughs> right, right. That's yeah, true. Okay, yeah, that, that makes could sense. be it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We better get our story straight, Grandpa, is essentially what they're saying uh, before Columbo gets here. We better uh, figure out uh, we're all singing the same tune. Um, and as for me and Grandpa, we believe. And then we hear, presumably, Grandpa say, Merry Christmas. That's the whole song. <laughs> yeah. That's He's a bass. So. That's the whole story. So this will be, uh, this will be the next season of Serial. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> trying to get to the bottom of, of, of this story. Uh, just doesn't add up, but uh, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe there's some new information <laughs> that'll come to light that'll that's right. That'll change some things. Some crazy revelations. A uh, woman at a Christmas party <laughs> leaves unexpectedly. She'd been drinking eggnog, but they asked her not to but, go. Uh, right. I'm Phoebe Judge. This is criminal. <laughs> <laughs> Hours later, yeah, she was found with hoof prints on her forehead. <laughs> How many reindeer were there? We'll find out after this. Yeah. This is a collect call from the North Pole. Um, <laughs> let's do Expanded Universe. What we got? Expanded Universe! Rudolph's a monster. Uh, yeah. Clearly. Well, that's what they want think, you to think. Well, here's the thing, Rachel. Now, I'm, gonna, I'm going to um, defend Rudolph here. Okay. Uh, and just say it was the worst storm anyone had ever seen, Rachel. How he could, like That's that true. nose can only do so, so much. much. Why was now? Here's the thing. Why was that woman staggering around in the snow? I mean, what do you want? What do you want the poor reindeer to do? That's I mean, good, he's he's trying his best, That's but a good point. he's landing and she comes out of nowhere, <laughs> jumps right in his in his flight path. Uh, I mean, she's on the roof. For guys, for for Christ's sake, yeah. In in again, the worst storm anyone had ever seen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, the the red nose isn't foolproof. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. So, and she could have seen that coming. So why didn't she get out of the way? I mean, that's true. Okay, really I'll give her. that to you. I'll give that to you. All right. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for giving that to me. Yeah. 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 Um. What else we got? Do you think that? Um. Oh no, that was. Uh, do you think that the issue with the reindeer was that they lost control because the snow turned into rain? Oh. <laughs> so they, yeah. like, lost. Because everybody knows when snow turns into rain and you're flying reindeer, the reindeer get mm. weighed down by the rain as opposed to snow. So this happened on the same night, obviously, as right. another old Lang Syne. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I feel or like same they... same old Lang Syne. They, um... While they were sitting in that parking lot, they definitely heard. Maybe, maybe uh, Jerry Orbach um, interviewed Dan Fogelberg. Yeah, and he was like, oh, "Yeah, yeah, I, I, I saw a sleigh go by." That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but then, but then they. I didn't think anything of it. It was Christmas Eve. I just got to, uh, I just got to move these uh, six packs of beer into my car say- so I can drink with it with an old love. I was gonna say, quick. then the defense tore him apart by saying, "I'm sorry, were you drinking in your car at the time?" <laughs> He's not a reliable witness, no, you guys. Not the, at the case all. is falling apart. <laughs> oh, Dan. <laughs> were you were you, uh, were you drinking that night, Mr. Fogelberg? Well, mm-hmm. here's the story. 
Yeah. Met my old lover in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Uh, The snow was falling Christmas Eve. This is too poetic. Just get to the point. No, 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 no. And stop stacking those boxes. I love recontextualizing Old Lang Syne as Dan Fogelberg's (laughs) testimony on the stand during the... The uh the grandpa v the, 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 the Santa. Gra- yeah state versus grandpa uh <laughs> the, the that riveted the world yeah. um yeah 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 um, um before she staggered out the door do you think um someone said you want some whiskey in your eggnog sugar in your tea oh mm. sure yeah Is yeah, this, yeah I mean maybe she was well this. Could this be the same party? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, maybe it was a Christmas party. We don't crazy know. Crazy family Christmas party. Yeah. It could be a crazy family Christmas party. Yeah. No, I like that a lot. Well, I was going to say, do you think uh, the reindeer hit her because they were diving to get away from Snoopy flying after the Red Baron? Oh, <laughs> um, they had to go low. Because that, that was Christmas Eve. Yeah, so yeah, it was. that yeah. would make sense. They're like, oh, my God, there's a plate. There's an old woman <laughs> on the roof. What is happening? <laughs> What is she doing up there? Oh, is that a flying doghouse? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I mean, maybe. I mean, I think we all agree um, that Santa was framed, but um, maybe uh, the real killer is still out there. Um, maybe he came to life that day. Um, <laughs> sure. On account of the uh, the magic. Yeah. And that old silk hat he found. Right. Yep. Right. That's right. right, right that right. silk hat used to belong to a serial killer. <laughs> Contain the soul of a serial killer. When did you? Yeah, sure. Frosty the Snowman is just the eyes of Laura Mars. Um, <laughs> told, for a uh, holiday, for a holiday yeah, crowd. Yeah. It's a Christmas version of Eyes of Laura Mars. Frosty's uh, like a prisoner. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, we all know, and eventually uh, Santa will be caught, and he will go to Folsom Prison. Of course. So, totally. Uh, let's take. Let's end it there, uh, and we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the history of this song with "Story Behind the Story." All right, hey gang. This episode is brought to you by T.S. to T. Now, Tiesta Tea is a premium loose leaf tea, and they're telling you to live loose. And they sent us some, and I've been having it every day at about 3 o'clock when uh, I start getting tired at work. uh, And I need a little pick-me-up. And uh, I'll tell you what I love. It's Like I said, it's a loose leaf tea, and I like the ritual. You got to put it in the little bag. You boil the water. You put it in the the cup. And it's it's delicious. I mean, it's just it's fresh. It's delicious. It's great. And like I said, it's a great pick-me-up. For the middle of the day. Rachel, yeah. you, you've had some. I have. I, what I like about it is I'm actually currently drinking right at this very moment in my I nice. Heart Cats uh, mug, <laughs> uh, the Chai Love, which is a spiced chai black tea. And it's one of the Energizer teas, which gives me um, a little boost. Like you said, three o'clock gives you the boost. But I've also had the lavender and chamomile, and that's the relaxer. And it just kind of uh-huh. chills me out, which is great. It's really nice. terrific. And... If you want, now uh, you can get 15% off at TiestaT.com when you use our discount code StorySong15. That's TiestaT.com. Use the discount code StorySong15. Save 15% off and uh, get it. You'll love it. Listen to uh, our show 
while you're drinking it. It's the perfect combo. TiestaTea.com. Live loose. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. All right, we're back. It's time for a story behind the story. How did the story come to be? Uh, before we do that, though, uh, we got two reviews on Good Pods. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't checked out Good Pods, uh, I have, and it's pretty great. Yeah, it's fun. Um, and it's a great can... place to uh, to leave a review. It is a good place to leave a review, but what I was going to say was you can follow people and then you can see what they're listening to. So if you like them, because the problem with podcasts has always been from the beginning is how do you find a new one? Right. Like there might be good ones out there that you just don't know about. It's hard to find them. So you follow people who you like, you see what they're listening to, and you're like, oh, I might check that out. But then also on Good Pods, you can leave reviews and not just on shows. You can leave reviews on specific episodes, which these people have done, and I'm going to read it now. So uh, the first one is Kelly Madden. Uh wrote about Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi, that episode. She wrote, fantastic podcast, absolutely loved this episode. And both of those sentences had exclamation points at the end. So you know it's serious. Um, so <laughs> thank you, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. For liking that. Then uh, a friend of ours, a digital friend of ours, um, not, th- not that those are any less valid as friends, <laughs> But uh, <laughs> uh, a guy we have talked to uh, online, um, Matt at X Radio X, wrote about the episode for Part Time Lover. He wrote, Once again, the folks at Story Song Podcast have made another extremely entertaining episode. This is quickly becoming one of my favorite podcasts, partly because it is refreshing to hear there are other people as obsessed with song lyrics as I am. And that has two exclamation points. Yeah. Um, Great song, fantastic insights, and hilarious commentary. You should be listening to this podcast. Again, two exclamation points at the end of that one. Um, Matt, I should also uh, rated uh, five stars, both the Love Potion number nine and the What's My Age Again episode. So thank you, Matt. Thank um, you. I'm gl- 
Thank I'm you. glad that you have. I'm glad that you have found a kindred spirit, uh, or kindred spirits <laughs> in this podcast. I do a little bit feel like we're enabling each other because um, these these are not healthy. No. These are not healthy obsessions no. to no. have. Uh, this is not something grown people should be should be doing with their lives. Yeah. But here what, we obsessing are. over song I lyrics. I think it's. I think it's just. I think it's totally natural. I think it's, it's yeah, something... none of us none of us should be waking up at four o'clock in the morning in a cold sweat <laughs> thinking about what the heck Stevie Wonder uh, Stevie Wonder's code for his part time lover has been. But is it, is it wrong out. to have a bulletin board with song lyrics and like red string <laughs> attaching one from the other? I think it's fine. Uh, it's we totally should also fine. mention um, mm-hmm. X Radio X is a fantastic podcast as well. Yeah, um, agreed. And you should check it out. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And if you're not on Good Pods, get on there. Um, if you could leave us a five-star review on Good Pods or Apple Podcasts or other places. Podchaser. Um, Podchaser. Uh, we would certainly appreciate it. And thank you both to Kelly and to Matt for leaving those reviews. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Okay, let's get into uh, the story behind the story. Rachel. Yes. <clears throat> tell us. Tell us the story. Well... It came upon a midnight clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer was written by song singer-songwriter Randy Brooks and recorded by Elmo and Patsy, as we said. Uh, it was originally mm-hmm. released in 1979, but then it was re-released in 1982 and 1984. And we'll get into that Kay. in a little bit. The billboard charts for this are fascinating. Michael, I know you love Billboard charts. I do. So in 1982, its first release, it hit the Hot Country Singles. uh, It's I should say 1982, its first wide release. It uh, hit the Hot Country Singles at number 92. Skip 10 years. And uh, in 1992, it hit the Bubbling Under Hot 100 at number 12. Then in 97, 98, it was back on the Hot Country Singles charts at number 64, as well as hitting the Hot 100 at number 87. I, you may have said this. Yeah. But are the, when it's re-hitting, is this in December when this is happening? I haven't said that. Okay. I will okay, say okay. this. Then, I, continue, I continue, don't continue. know, but if it isn't in December, <laughs> well, that's good to I say. will be shocked, more shocked <laughs> than I ever have been. To quote a... To yeah, yeah. Quote a uh, a perennial uh, <laughs> Christmas movie classic. If it yeah. was not in December, if I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I could not be more surprised than if this did not sure. chart in December. Um, okay. Anyway, then in 90 to, 1999 to two, 2000, which means it's probably the January, December, January charts, it hit the Hot Country singles again at number 48. And then... In 2019, it hit number one for comedy digital track sales. Wow. How did All it do on the uh, true crime um, charts? <laughs> Again, number one on the charts, number one in our hearts. <laughs> I don't know what's more surprising to me, that there is a comedy digital track sales uh, <laughs> yeah. list. There, um, there's a chart for everything. Especially in the year 2019, because I would think everything would just be streaming. So the fact that people are going and buying Elmo and Betsy's well, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer uh, is surprising. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if that's the, if that's the you know, that's why they're number one. It's like, because it's the only thing that is being bought. <laughs> 
I mean, it's Elmo and Patsy, what do you got going on here? Sure, sure. <laughs> What's really interesting about these charts, I think, is one, none of them is a holiday chart. Right. So they're all just they're all just charting on the regular charts. Um and all of this is pre streaming, pre downloads, uh, except for twenty nineteen. Um, it's all pre iTunes. Right. So it's it's people buying the physical single. I'm sure like AirPlay helps. Um, oh God, yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm, but it's physical definitely. single sales, and that's yeah. you know, in yeah. 1999, people were going out to their local record shop and saying, "You know what I need." Mm. Elmo and Patsy. Let, give me that Elmo think, and Patsy. <laughs> I was like, they're going to that local record store going, do you think it's under E or P? What, what would you think? <laughs> I mean, listen, we'll get into this again, but it's it might not even have been the Elmo and Patsy that they were buying, but we'll we'll get into that. Whoa. Uh, what? I know. Okay. I know. Excuse me, can you, you gotta, uh, point me in the direction of your reindeer section? <laughs> Songs about reindeer? That's do you right. have that? No. Um, Reindeer, comma, murder. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, uh, the song was written by Randy Brooks, who was a singer-songwriter from Texas. A little bit about Randy Brooks. He, was, he grew up in Kentucky. He was the son of a church organist. So music was in his blood. Uh, he graduated from Vanderbilt University and moved to Dallas, where he became a songwriter and a performer with lounge and party bands. In- um, if your name is Randy Brooks, you are destined to become a country singer. Like you have I mean, no yeah. choice. You gotta move at least move to Dallas. Um, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of back and forth about uh, the publishing rights to the song. Um, I'm pretty sure what happened was he uh, for uh, he gave up the publishing rights to the song, but he does not regret it. He said that it paid for his kids' college tuition. The song paid for his kids' college tuition. Yeah. Um, he. He, listen, it's a one-hit wonder, right? So there's not a lot yeah. of, like, you know, storied history of Randy Brooks. But he did keep writing songs and performing. But he also took a job with American Airlines, apparently as the voice on the phone that says, Welcome to American Airlines. Oh. Very exciting. So he never released he never released his own version of the song. And we'll get into, like, how it, how it came, came to be that, that Elmo and Patsy met him. But in, in He 20- wrote it and he said, no, 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 this song... This song is for Elmo and Patsy. That's right. He said, <laughs> I couldn't possibly. You own it now. Uh, and literally. But uh, he finally did release his own version of the song in 2014 under the title Randy Brooks' Greatest Hit. Which, come on. Well done. <laughs> nice. Well Love done. It. Well Love done. it. So, That's pretty great. Yeah. So apparently. Bro- well, I mean, his other hit was telling you that the flight to Dallas was delayed by 10 minutes, So <laughs> Yes. Yep. Yeah. Brooks apparently came up with the song as a funny takeoff of the song Grandma's Homemade Christmas Card by Merle Haggard, which I guess is also about a dead grandma. I I listened to it, and yeah, I mean, it's just, it literally is the story. Maybe we'll do it. It, There's not a lot to it, but it's basically I was going to say, yeah. Wait, uh, I mean, a, a little behind the scenes. We've realized not a ton left Christmas songs that have stories <laughs> in it, so let's let's hold on to this one. We may well, go back to listen, it. Listen, well, I don't. This may be this may be twenty twenty five our Christmas special in twenty twenty five. I'll say this. Tune in anyway. next Christmas to hear about this song. <laughs> if we do, and you're a fan of our minisodes, then the Grandma's Homemade Christmas Card by Merle Haggard will definitely be a minisode. Uh, okay. There, <laughs> uh, there was also a. 
according to Brooks, and I guess it is true, there was a holiday tune trend at the time of sentimental songs about a person who winds up dead, but only in the final verse. <laughs> That's what he said. Um, so because of that, he decided, what if I just kill off grandma in the first verse and see what happens <laughs> afterwards? I mean, he kills her in the first line. It's just so. amazing. Love I'm it. like, yes, Love it. please. So, I mean, it's pretty true. There are so- a lot of Christmas songs like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Christmas shoes. We, let's not get into it. Uh, let's not get into it because, again, we, we yeah. need to hold on to them. But a quote from Randy Brooks says, I always say I went to bed with my guitar and my co-writer, Johnny Walker Black. And I sat there and I asked myself, how would grandma die at Christmas time? The answer? Reindeer. Accident with a reindeer. Run by a reindeer. Run sled. <laughs> so how it came to be with Elmo and Patsy is that in December of 78, uh, his, his car broke down or, or a tour bus. There's conflicting reports of whether it was like a tour bus or a or just a car. I think it's his car. His car broke down and he was kind of stranded. He and his band were stranded at a uh at a hotel at Lake Tahoe where Elmo and Patsy were performing. They he spoke to them and they invited him to play sit in on stage to play with them. He played the song. Elmo and Patsy were very taken by it and they asked if they could record it. Um they said we must have this. You're a musical genius, <laughs> Randy Brooks. Um, this will change our lives. Uh, it was like uh, it was like seeing Dylan in the Village in like right. uh, the early sixties. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> That's right. The whole group was like the whole the whole audience was taken by it. Actually, from, this will change music for a yeah. generation. Actually, from what I can tell, the whole audience was not taken by it, but Elmo and Patsy were. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is the famous concert where. Um, Elmo and Patsy went electric. Well, mm-hmm. I was going to say this is mm-hmm. the this is the famous concert where Elmo and Patsy go Christmas. Um, <laughs> and they never look back. So they self released the single in '79, uh, and it found its way onto the San Francisco radio uh, circuit via Gene the Emperor Nelson, great DJ sure. name, great DJ name. And then from there, Dr. Elmo says, uh, we'll get into Dr. Elmo. Uh, He says, the following year, word spread from radio station to radio station. He got the publishing rights early on. So even though Randy Brooks wrote it, he's he's the writer on it, Elmo really was the business person, and he clung to the publishing rights for it way early on. He said, there wasn't a- this wasn't anything that started out with any big-time radio hype. We weren't giving DJs cocaine or women or anything. I didn't have the wherewithal to do all that stuff. Fair enough, Dr. What? Elmo. Fair enough. I know. I, I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, that's how things happened in the 70s. So year to year, it, it gathered more and more interest. And by 1982, a, large, a larger publisher reached out to them, to Elmo and Patsy, to release a larger pressing of 250000 they were nervous about it, but the copies sold very quickly, flew off the shelves like flying reindeer. Um, <laughs> and shortly after that, Dr. Elmo, who was a veterinarian, hence the name Dr. Elmo, mm. uh, he sold the, his veterinary practice to finance the music video, which we have all seen. And it was picked up by MTV and it was played in heavy rotation because 
when it's Christmas time and you need Christmas music, you'll take anything when you're MTV in the early 80s. So, <laughs> sure. And then by the- Can I say one thing about, yeah. I just, just on, so I think we talked about the, the um, video, by the way, I don't mean to keep kicking this song when it's down. The video is terrible. <laughs> it's well, really slow and weird. But what I was going to say was, so not only does- uh, the video imply that cousin Mel is an attractive woman and and not not an old man. Uh, played by Patsy, um, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, the the here's the problem I had, I had, and this I mean this goes back to weird obsessions with things that literally don't matter. When it got to the end of the video, I was just like, oh, you chickened out, you oh, chickened out, because grandma, grandma falls. Back. Yeah. Grandma falls out of the chimney and appears to be alive. Now, I don't know. Obviously, it's a music video, so how much is supposed to be real and, and whatever is hard to gauge. But I was just like, ah, you didn't leave her dead. She should have been in a coffin or something. I really was <laughs> mad that they <laughs> I really was mad they chickened out and made Grandma alive at the end of the music video. Show That's me all. the autopsy. <laughs> Lean into it. Um, was Grandpa And Dr. the murder Elmo? scene should have been much more graphic. Uh, was 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 Grandpa Doctor Elmo? Do you know Grandma and Grandpa were Doctor Elmo? Oh, really? Never, oh, you never see them person. together. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize the same person. Yeah, it's yes. real. Well, it's like Meryl Streep. <laughs> I actually guessed. I actually guessed it was probably Elmo because I was like, that guy's not old enough to be a grandfather. They clearly like gave him like a white wig and like a beard. Yeah, and I was like, he he looks too young. But that's neither here nor there. I have one last question, yes. and I promise we'll move on. Is Elmo his last name? You. Is Elmo his last? Oh, so nope. he's just Dr. Elmo, like Dr. Laura or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We'll get into Elmo and Patsy but, in a moment. Okay. But yeah, and no, let me ask like you Dr. about Laura. Uh, <laughs> uh, Gene the Emperor Nelson. Yes, you in the front. Uh-huh. Yes, what? Yeah, so <laughs> it's, is that, that's, I'm guessing that Gene the Emperor Nelson is not Gene Nelson, uh, like classic movie star. He's like a DJ MGM. in San Francisco, Michael. Yeah, was he also in Oklahoma? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm going to say no. Okay, then. That's Good all I needed Lord. to know. Jeez. Anybody else have any questions? Can I move on? No. <laughs> move on. <laughs> Let me ask I you I was this. just really annoyed. <laughs> I was just really annoyed that Grandma was alive at the end of that interview. That's all I wanted to say. Anyway, so by the end- Maybe it of- was her spirit. Oh, my God. Yes, there you go. It was her Christmas spirit That fell down from the, the chimney. chimney. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Or she's a zombie, and then all those people are going to be bitten by a zombie grandma. I mean, that would have been amazing. If she starts chomping down on those kids, <laughs> that would have been great. And if they played that back-to-back with Thriller, how great would that be? Oh, yeah, 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 man. yeah. Absolutely. Well, Michael, it's so funny you say that uh, because um, – so I'll get to it in a minute. But by the end – you were talking about the holiday charts. Uh, by the end of 83, it actually had surpassed White Christmas on the holiday charts. I don't know why I couldn't find any of the information about it on the holiday. I feel like that's probably for that year. Yes. Yes. Not in total. Okay. For that year. Okay. Yes. It just became, it's, it's the popularity. This is talking about the building popularity and how it came into our pop culture every single year in everything (laughs) you do in December. and it was a phenomenon. Like this was, yeah. as I was saying, like I remember being a kid, and this song was like everywhere yes. for a Christmas. That's why I was surprised. I was gonna say I was surprised that you were saying like 
the late 90s that it was like back on the charts because I don't I mean whatever I may not have been buying music or whatever at the time but I don't remember that I remember this being huge and then it became a like you know the when the radio station plays like 48 hours of Christmas music, they're like put this one at 3 a.m. Just no. like because we got to fill up time, I, but I don't remember it ever being as big again. I think it's one of those things where it comes and goes as kids re right discover rediscover it, it yeah, yeah. and are like, "This is hilarious, <laughs> mom. Listen to this old song." Um, I, mean, anyway. I mean, it does have a very, it does have a very like a garbage pail kids right like yeah. kind of naughtiness to it of like, "Ah, hey, grandma died. <laughs> That's hilarious." Right, right. But you anyway. know what it is? It's the irreverence. Yeah, that's mm, what kids are really yeah. leaning yeah. into. Yeah, I think yeah, you're right. Absolutely, I think you're right. So, Michael. Yeah. Michael like mentioned- it's it it takes a, a a Christmas song and it just turns it upside down. It's it really not does. what you expect. Turns it on its head and yeah, that's the sheer joy of it. Yep, and it just makes you think about the fragility of <laughs> of life. You know what I mean? <laughs> One, mo- it could end at any moment when a reindeer falls on you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> sure. So. Finally, after four years of recordings of the song, Elmo and Patsy had recorded their had had published it on their own, and slowly it had gained traction and gone to bigger and bigger publishers. Elmo was finally Elmo and Patsy were finally signed to Columbia Records, and they reissued the album, which became their top seller in '84, outdoing Michael Thriller. Thriller. Okay. Yes. In 84. What? Now, Thriller had, wow. a, had already been on the charts for a couple of years, but it was still sure. really... Yeah, Thriller was still going strong. But it was still going yeah, really yeah. strong. So, now in 84, that was it. Elmo and Patsy, high to their fame. L- nothing could change for them. They were living the best life. But apparently, as it does, fame got the better of them. And it got between them. And Elmo and Patsy divorced a year later. Oh. So sad. Sad. So a you co- think with the money they got from the single, they uh, they like installed like a, a reindeer shaped pool or something? Oh gosh, oh, I yeah. hope so. Oh, that'd like be amazing. Liberace's piano shaped pool. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Listen, well, this if you one's have a little a- bit more intricate. Or what if it? What if it's like the chalk outline of Grandma, <laughs> but it's a pool? <laughs> and then the paw prints on her back are like the deep ends, just like pool <laughs> sure. deep ends because it's chicken. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think definitely if you're a celebrity or you are known for one thing and you get a pool, yeah. the pool has to be in the shape of that thing. Liberace, it's got to be a piano. Elmo and Patsy, it's got to like, be a reindeer yeah. or a dead grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like happen. that's a law. Yeah. Right? MC Hammer, yeah, yeah. a bunch of puffy pants. You know, gotta everybody's got it. It's, it's got to be puffy pants. <laughs> um, a couple of great things. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the salesman. It's like, are you a celebrity? Are you known for one thing? Have I got a pool for you? Come on, come on down to Jay's Novelty Pools. We'll make a pool in anything you want. A champagne glass. Literally anything. Music notes. A zombie head. If you're into thriller. Whatever, <laughs> Whatever thing you're known for, right. we got it. So, the... um. So this Each is out is three million dollars. That's right. <laughs> this is out of out of place in time, but I love it, and I wanted to make mm-hmm. sure I didn't miss it. So obviously, this song is contentious. So people either love mm. it or they hate it. And 
I'll talk about that a little bit more, but it really hit its peak in pop culture in an <laughs> episode of The Good Place, which P.S., if you haven't watched The Good Place and you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, you have to stop this podcast, watch the entire series of The Good Place, then come back because The Good Place is amazing. <laughs> All right. Sure. How about but, you finish this episode? <laughs> no, it's not going to make any sense. And then go watch The Good Place. Sense. My next line is going to make any sense right, if you haven't fine. seen The Good Place. So in an episode of The Good Place, there's a demon party and the music playlist for the demon party is okay you fat dinks the sun is up and we're about to close it down with one last song she hates me by puddle of mud and grandma got run over by a reindeer played at the same time grandma got and I think that's one of the funniest uses of music in anything ever. It's the best. But anyway, aside from that, let's go back in time. The song was then released after its 84 release. It was released multiple other times, both by Elmo and Patsy separately. When Elmo started what? recording as Dr. Elmo, he, uh, he released a bluegrass instrumental version, and Patsy released a version as an old school rap. I cannot find what? Patsy's old school rap version, and I am distraught about it. Um, I'm excited for them to reunite. and um... <laughs> Oh, my God, I love just it. Just do all their different versions. Uh, I mean, no, I, well, they're, they're supposed to be recording it with the London Philharmonic, so that should oh, be exciting. Yes, that, that's great. Yeah, the London Philharmonic and then Deep Purple's going to sit in. Um, yeah, the, this, uh, this song... This song really needs uh, a full orchestra. That's right. So she'd been drinking too much eggnog. <laughs> so any, and we begged her not to go. Okay, and here's go the on. thing. I just I just highlighted the fun ones. There are like three or four others that they did throughout the years. And it feels like Dr. Elmo just mm -hmm. keeps releasing new ones of it, but but like re-releasing it, which God bless. Well, you do you, Dr. Elmo. Well done. He's got a rain he's got a reindeer shaped pool he's gotta he's keep gotta up. Keep up. <laughs> so, he's gotta he's hey, money That reindeer in. hot tub is not gonna pay for itself. <laughs> no. I gotta re record this. Obviously I still got nine more payments on that thing. <laughs> obviously the song has been covered over and over again. Has I, it? Yes. Oh yes. Not by a lot of like big people, but one of the first covers, and I guess it's a first cover, but the thing is, so in 79, Elmo and Patsy released it, and it was like a regional hit. The first big release, like wide release of big, it- Big hit in the North Pole. Was in, yeah, was in like 82, 83, right? So okay. I guess this is a cover because it's it came after the 79 version, but the first wide release of this song was done by the Irish Rovers in Canada- in 82, which I also think we spoke about the Irish Rovers. They released something else. I, I, I tried to find it, but I couldn't remember. But they've done a lot of stuff. Um, anyway, so that, that was the first, like, wide release, like, national release, but it happened to be in Canada. So it doesn't count, okay. really. No, I mean. Uh, but it was also... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But it was also been covered by Less Than Jake, Real Big Fish, and Ray Stevens, who probably was like, hey... You think you can write a funny Christmas song and I don't get a piece of that? Right. Uh, you've got another thing coming. Do you think you're going to come in to my area <laughs> and write a funny song that everyone hates? I don't think so. That's Ray Stevens territory. Oh yeah. My friend. Call you don't you don't think it you don't think it, that's true? Call 888 
Two four six Ray Stevens. <laughs> I will sell you my music on an infomercial. <laughs> Remember those Ray Stevens commercials? Oh my god. Yeah, anyway, no. you don't? Oh, we're bringing no. it up after this, Michael. Uh, okay. It's also been parodied often. It lends itself to it. A couple of the more notable ones, I guess, are in '89. <laughs> Z100 Portland mocked New Kids on the Block. With new kids got right. run over by a reindeer. Well done. I mean, first of all, nailed it. I mean, just <laughs> so great. Such a clean so, transition. Totally scanned. And by 89, this was totally relevant. Totally, so on yeah. both fronts. Oh, yeah. So great oh, yeah. job, um, Z100 Portland. In, in 91, a Baltimore radio station targeted the then mayor, uh, the then Maryland governor, William Schaefer with Schaefer got run over by a reindeer. Then in 93, radio personality Bob Rivers made a parody. Osama got run over by a reindeer. Do you see where this is going? People will just put whoever they want <laughs> if in front you, of if you don't like got someone. run over by a reindeer. But more recently, there was a parody made called Grandpa got run over by a hybrid. Oh, oh my god. And even Dr. Elmo Hilarious. Even Dr. Elmo has parodied his own song with uh, when the 49ers went to the Super Bowl with Chargers got run over by the Niners, which is a little more uh, is it's got a little more thought to it, which well done. It's got a bit more thought, although at this point you're starting to you're starting to lose the threat. Now you've changed so many words. I mean, <laughs> that, yeah. You gotta have either grandma or reindeer yeah. in there. I feel like you, can, you can't change. You can't change both of yeah, those. Yeah, there's that. That's just me. There, and there are plenty more that I left out because I was like, all right, this is getting. I get the gist of it. Um, if you nice, then there's another visit, parody visit song called library. "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." <laughs> yeah. If you want to hear more about parodies of "Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer," visit your local library. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to your librarian. They'll be very happy to help you. Um, the song is a perennial favorite, like I said, or a hated sign of the holiday season. And in a 2007 <laughs> Edison media survey, the song topped both the most liked and most dis- disliked song lists. <laughs> like, wow. I didn't do, realize how polarizing it was. People do not know how to think about this song. Um, a couple of things that we love. Was there a sequel? You bet. Uh, Dr. Elmo released. Was there? Dr. Elmo released. Grandpa's gonna sue the pants off of Santa in 1992. Did I wow. listen to it? No way. Um, I did not. Was there a controversy? <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Milk- I'm just making the motion of of Dr. Dr. Elmo desperately milking the last possible drops out of <laughs> out of this song. Um, uh, it. I mean, that is a song. That took a decade to write. <laughs> Listen. You know, it you can't rush genius, Michael. <laughs> Listen. Raise your raise your hand if you have a song that people both love and hate at the same time. No? Oh, absolutely. Then you sit back and you put some Look. respect into that name of Dr. Elmo. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I don't have a song that's gonna pay my college, my my kids' college tuition, so um uh, was there? Was there? Look, I've got a reindeer-shaped pool, and I got nothing to pay for it with. <laughs> you really put the cart before the horse there, or the sled totally before the did. reindeer. Um, <laughs> Michael, you, Michael lives in well, an the... apartment. It's just, it's just in his living room. Yeah. It's a real problem. This is tough. Um, was there controversy on this song? 
You bet. Shortly after its first release in 79, the song was called out by the Grey Panthers, an anti-ageism advocacy group. The couple received hostile phone calls from members, and they were even picketed during a December 80 concert in San Francisco. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, is there a movie of this song? (gasps) You Mm -hmm. bet. In 2000, the animated TV movie aired on the WB network. In it, Grandma survives the attack, and her grandson, who is supposedly, I guess, singing the song, goes looking for her, and it turns out Santa was innocent and framed by, dot, 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 Cousin Mel, who is a conniving gold digger, apparently, in it. Very weird. I know, Michael. I don't know what to tell you. It does. I mean, it's listen, none of that. None of that adds up. This Michael, it was an animated movie that aired on the WB network in 2000. <laughs> Obviously, it doesn't make any sense. And it plays. Apparently, it still plays all the time. I will say this about Doctor Elmo, sure. and I will. I will. We're going to talk about Doc. We're going to talk about Doctor Elmo in a minute. Um, okay. Uh, they. Uh, he knows how to work the business. He okay. knows how to do it. <laughs> There are a bunch of reindeers that sing this song, which is kind of cruel when you think about it. It's like (laughs) it's like having like Charlie Manson dolls singing about Sharon Tate. Like it's no, no, it's like having Charlie Manson singing uh, what you call it, Uh, Helter Skelter. (laughs) Right, it's bizarre. (laughs) It's like very weird. Anyway, um. You know, there's a bunch of like greeting cards that have to do with it. He's got the movie. It just it goes and goes and goes. And guess what? It sells like hotcakes. Sure. A little bit about Elmo and Patsy, and I mean a little bit because first of all, there's not a lot about Patsy. Uh, Elmo Shropshire and his wife Patsy Trigg started off as a comedy bluegrass act called the Homestead Act. Their first album was playing Possum. It has a great album cover. Guess what it is? It's a couple of possums. Just a couple of possums on the (laughs) album cover. Uh, And so they they are obviously a duo. They perform together. I did not listen to any more of their songs. I apologize to both Elmo and Patsy. I'm sorry. (laughs) The interesting thing about the connection of Elmo and Patsy to this song is that though they are a duo... Patsy does not sing or play any instruments on the song Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. All she does is show up as Cousin Mel in the music video. Wow. I don't. I mean, does she sing and or play an instrument in their other songs? Again, I did not listen to any of their other songs. I'm, I hope so, or else she's just there for name only. Huh. Maybe she, maybe she's one of the people who says send them back, and they're like, well, it's now it's an Elmo and Patsy. Now it's an Elmo and Patsy. I actually sing a line. Had, uh... They released an album uh-huh. that I had when I was when I was a child, and I remember there was, I'm not gonna be able to find it, but there was a song something oh Percy the Poinsettia, I think. I remember okay. that was a song. That's that's. I mean, it was like a Christmas themed album because I think by that point they knew what they they knew what they yeah. were. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they they. But anyway, continue. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. I got you. But I think I think they also did like 
you know, jingle bells or whatever, like just to well, fill out the I album. I mean, there, there, yeah, yeah. I, I think that, I mean, but that might not have been, Dan, that might not have been Elmo and Patsy. That might have been Dr. Elmo because Dr. Elmo has put out a bunch of albums. A bunch of okay. albums. Um, okay. So, okay. again, there's not a lot about Patsy, and I tried. Uh, Patsy basically just went, <laughs> when they divorced, she just, I, I think she did that one rap album and then just decided to give up on the, on the, uh, industry. But, um, so, but here's, here's the deal about Dr. Elmo. He is an actual doctor, as mentioned before, he's a veterinarian and he was actually the vet for the racetrack at Belmont Park and the aqueduct on oh. Long Island. Yes. Oh, and, weird. And since grandma, he has continue to perform and release albums, uh, bluegrass albums, a lot of bluegrass albums, things like that, but also a Halloween album called Dr. Elmo Sings the Booze. <laughs> Hello. Well done, sir. Well done. Oh my my like hat that. is off to you. Ugh. And he is also an avid runner, and in October 2019, he hmm. won the U.S. National 5K Cross Country Championship in his age division, and in 2018, he was ranked number one in the U.S. track 5K. Wow. And finally, according to our friends over at Song Facts. He ran so fast because he was running from a reindeer. That's right. Yeah, Actually, wow. he was running from a zombie grandma. <laughs> um, so finally, according to our friends over at Song Facts, Dr. Elmo does more radio and TV interviews each holiday season than just about anyone. In 2005, he was on 11 TV shows in major markets and did 150 radio interviews. Mm most of which syndicated to reach 3,500 markets. And each morning during the holiday season, he starts his interviews at 4.30 and does an interview every 15 minutes until about 11 a.m., then gets ready for his TV appearances, concert, or personal appearances. So wow. he just keeps on keeping on. And I will say this. There's a, there are a bunch of interviews and stories about both um, uh, Randy Brooks and Dr. Elmo. I mean, Dr. Elmo, there's a lot about because he just keeps keeps going. But uh, but also from Randy Brooks. So if you're interested with them, I'll say this. A lot of the interviews and stuff, they're mostly focused on Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. So if you wanted to know more about them, you're not going to find out. Um, they're you're going to want to get up at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Do a call-in show. And listen to every radio station. That's right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's, uh, you know, it's one of those songs that you just cannot get away from. And you're probably singing it in your head right now as we speak. Yeah. And that's, that's all right. Yep. Yeah. That's where we are. I love it. With grandma and the reindeer. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you, Rachel. Thank you for that history. Um, let's take another quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the lesson we learned from this song with Lessons Learned. Are you looking for a playlist of the hottest, most bumping jams around? Well, we can't help you with that, but we do have a Spotify playlist of all the songs we've reviewed on the show. So if you'd like to hear that, search for The Story Song Podcast, the official playlist on Spotify. Then you'll hear the most lit baller bops that go hard. I can't read. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're back. It's time for Lessons Learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Uh, Rachel, let's start with you. A lesson you learned from this song. Here's what I learned. Yeah. Let's say you've got somebody you need to get out of the way. <laughs> sure. The best way to do it 
is to set it up so it looks like a mythical creature, a mythical magical yeah. creature does it. You want to get rid of a cousin? Maybe Jack mm-hmm. Frost nips on his nose a little too much <laughs> and he dies. Yeah, you know? sure. Maybe uh, you want to get rid of a sort of, uh, you know, annoying ant. Uh, uh-huh. Maybe uh, the Easter Bunny <laughs> hurdles some eggs away, you know? Yeah. You know, maybe he hides her, you know? Right. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. You know, just make sure. Okay. Because what are they going to do when they bring you in and you say, it wasn't us. It was the every, all of the evidence right. points to the Easter Bunny. Columbo right. can say nothing. <laughs> He's not going to bring the Easter Bunny right. in. The Easter Bunny can't be seen. These mythical creatures can't be seen. That's their whole deal. They're not going to come out of hiding. Right. Maybe, let's say this, maybe you kill somebody and then you pull all their teeth out. And then Columbo's like, that looks like it was a tooth fairy. <laughs> Open and shut case. I, I have no more questions. I have no more questions. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it was a tooth fairy. We got it. Um, I will say, guys, this is a serious topic. I don't mean to bring the room down. But um, look, guys, a living will. Okay? <laughs> uh, it's an important right. thing. You should have it. Now, what a lot of people overlook when writing out their living will is be sure to specify if you die at Christmas, whether or not your family should send your gifts back or not. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is a, I'm not going to tell you one way or the other. This is a personal, private choice that you must make, but it should be in there whether or not they should send back your gifts or if they should open. And if they should go ahead and try and celebrate the holiday on the same night that you pass. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and and if your family should always bring a change of black clothes right. <laughs> if they do need to mourn your death. <laughs> On Christmas right. Eve, but that's another. That's you know, again. That's that's all in there. It's standard living will. That's right. And that's listen. We'll be talking about copy. We'll be talking it's all fine. about that on our estate planning podcast next week. So <laughs> just stay tuned. Sure. Stay tuned. Michael, what did yes. you learn? I learned um, if you're a reindeer and you want to murder somebody, um, mm-hmm. and you might uh, do it Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Um, because all they can tell is that a reindeer did it. And right. mm-hmm. if it's on those two days, there are eight specific reindeer that they're oh, looking for. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> sure. Without a doubt. If you're just a reindeer living in the forest, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which yeah, yeah. I think is where reindeer live. <laughs> yes. Um, With a penchant for killing they're, people. They're not going after you. <laughs> no. Right. They're, they're going after... I can't even Blitzen. remember their so, names. What? Donner. Blitzen. Blitzen. Donner. See, you Common, guys can't remember Cupid, their names either. Vixen, Cupid, Sleepy, sure. Bashful. I love how we did it. I also love how we did it. There's a specific order, and we did it Donnie, out of order. Marie. And then couldn't remember how many were left. Oh, Mickey God. Greg, Peter, Marsha, Cindy, Jan, right. Bobby. Mm. Yep. Gilligan. Alice. <laughs> Just keep going on Gilligan, uh, Professor. On anyway, good. So <laughs> hey if, guys. if you're a reindeer and you want to frame yeah. somebody for some sort of homicide, absolutely, you could you could frame one of the famous reindeer on those sure. two days. That's, right. That's what I learned well, from this song. And also, I mean, if you if you're gonna if you're a, if you're a normal reindeer and you want to kill someone, 
jump out of a tree and land on them because oh, that's yes. really going to point it towards <laughs> one of the flying yeah. reindeer. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if you're if you're one of those reindeer that can't fly, right? Hey guys, this might be hard to believe, but we're the Story Song Podcast, and this was our holiday episode. <laughs> uh, thank you guys <laughs> so much for listening. Uh, if you can follow us on the socials like Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, we would certainly appreciate it. If you can leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or uh, Good Pods. Or what's the third one? Pod I don't chaser. know why. Podchaser. Podchaser. If you live that Podchaser, uh, we would certainly appreciate it. Um, our next episode is going to be our uh, New Year special. Wow. So come back for that. Enjoy that. And then we'll, uh, in the new year, we'll have a lot of more uh, great story songs for you guys to uh, listen to and listen to us uh, mull over and obsess uh, and waste our lives talking about. So, uh, and most thank of them will so be much. about reindeer. So this is most a good intro yeah. episode. Absolutely. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. Find him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at story song podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. The Story Song Podcast is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Go to pantheonpodcasts.com. Thanks for listening. It's the Story Song I'm not gonna lie to you. I forgot that we do that part of the of this show. <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.